This is a Welcome everyone to Skinny Jean Garner Podcast. I hope you are all good. Hello to you old listeners, hello to you new listeners. Um, this is a bit of a different one. If you've just joined us for the first time, it's a bit of a different one than I normally do. Usually we're chatting to someone or normally we're we're on the investigations or, you know, all sorts of things on this podcast, talking about kids gardening. We're sort of bringing it round to kids gardening on this one because uh, of what's going on right now in the world. Uh, at time of recording, no schools have shut down. But I do know it's it's definitely a possibility that that could happen over the next coming weeks. So if this does anything, hopefully, hopefully... Um, you'll either pass it on to someone that's got kids um, and they'll listen to it and, and it will provide them some value to what they can do with kids outside over, you know, over a quite a long, could possibly quite a long period of time. We don't know yet. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment um, while I'm recording this. But I definitely think I'm going to do the top 10 things that you can do outside with the kids um but before we do that let, let me just do a quick bit of seriousness uh, on here uh, at the moment the biggest thing that is being said is to wash your hands i think that is uh, a fantastic you know we really need to push that as much as possible uh, one great thing with kids to do to show them the power of soap and what it can do it is i know it's not my idea um but i have seen it around that really works uh, we showed Olive it, and we actually did it with Olive, and it really does work. All you have to do is uh, a bowl of water, and then you put pepper on the top, just a sprinkle of pepper, and then you put the child's finger in, and then obviously pull it out, and pepper stays on it. You do the same with a finger and soap, and the pepper sort of disperses away from the finger, showing that like, the power of soap. It's a really great thing. Obviously, we're washing for 20 seconds. Uh, happy birthday is a great way of doing that. Uh, but everything else, look, I'm not going to run through. This is not a, a medical podcast, as you well know. It's, 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 it's barely a gardening one. What? No, it's gardening. Uh, <laughs> uh, everything else, look, you need to know is www.nhs.uk um, for all the updated information. Just head over there if you want anything on that sort. Here... Right here, it's gardening only. So, uh, yeah, that's probably the best intro I've done. I've done this intro about five or six times, so uh, without getting too bogged down in in what is going on. Uh, But look, like I say, hopefully this provides some value to someone. Let's get the intro done. I feel I felt like that was a bit of a a nervous start. I can be myself after this. Wow, be yourself, I said. Um, I, I pretty much was myself. That's the way way I do it. That's the way we do it around here, guys. Uh, look, all these ideas that I'm going to do, we've got 10 different ideas uh, that you can do with the kids in the garden over over the holidays or over any period of time. Uh, I just thought, you know, it could be one of them things where we, you know, I don't want to get I don't want to get put a bog down in it, but I, I feel like I'm I feel like 
I feel like I'm trying to avoid saying stuff. I don't know how to keep it. I don't know how to keep it chirpy. Um, let's net go. Let's not. Should I say? Let's not get bogged down in it. Let's go through my top ten things to get kids outside. All these ideas are things that you can do with bits around the house. So we don't have to go out and buy anything for this. It's literally just using stuff around the house and creating things outside, which the kids will love. And it gives them like an activity to do. It's obviously a little bit of education in there as well as we go along. Uh, but let's go on. I should have like a... Dun, 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 dun. We'll do that at the end? Let's do it at the end, okay. Um... Right, number one, that's not, not not the top thing, but number one at least, is seeds and planning. This is the perfect time, which is, is great. I think we're going to get a lot more gardeners pop up uh, in 2020. Uh, seeds and planning. Like, if you've got time, if you've got any seeds around the house, then perfect. Like, great. But planning is really important. Like, bringing children in, bringing children in to planning what you're going to do in the garden or what you're going to grow is a great activity. Seeds and things like that, like it just makes them know what they're going to grow. Like brings them into the whole planning thing. Like one of the things that we're really good at doing as parents is like controlling, <laughs> controlling what's going on. Like, oh, don't do that or we're going to do this. But actually asking them what they want to grow, asking them what they want to eat is so important and that's a whole activity in itself and if you've got seeds then it also helps with like counting because we can use them for mathematics got to think a little bit educational at the same time guys um but seeds and planning now if you've not got any seeds one thing you can do and i love this is drying out seeds so if you've got things like tomatoes or peppers in the house then what you can do is literally plant those seeds which is really great really simple really easy the tomato ones you need to dry out a little bit but reusing seeds is a great thing so peppers chilies anything like that really simple really easy we, we can reuse those seeds from those vegetables that you may already have if you don't have vegetables in already um, or seeds in already so that's a really great one to start off with but just sitting down and planning what you're going to do especially over the coming weeks planning what you're going to do in the garden what do they want what do they want in the garden not just veg growing but what would they like in the garden how would you like like sit down pen and paper pen and paper and design what you're going to grow now let's move on to number two now we're going to fly through these pretty fast guys and we got we're not got much time and i can ramble oh yeah i can ramble guys uh, is, is next is literally planting seeds and caring for plants as well. These two things I've put together. Uh, so like planting for seeds, getting the soil, getting the compost and planting in anything. Like literally planting those seeds in anything. Cups, um, milk cartons, tins. Like you don't have to have pots. We're trying to get away from plastic pots as much as possible. Just things that are around the house that you can reuse and upcycle to plant seeds in. Uh, I'll go quickly through my three ways to sow seeds. It's really simple. I've talked about it many times before. But little seeds like tomatoes or chilies or peppers, 
that's sort of like you put them on top of the soil. So, so imagine it's a cup. Let's just say a cup. You fill the, fill the cup up. Just leave a little bit of space at the top. Then you pop the seeds on top. One, two, three. Give it a little bit of space. And then I always call it the J-O sprinkle. The J I call it the J-O sprinkle now because when I say Jamie Oliver, the kids don't know who Jamie Oliver is. Sorry, Jamie, if you're listening. You won't be listening. You do a little Jamie Oliver sprinkle oi, oi, over the top. Little fine layer of, of soil. That's number one. That's with really small little seeds. Then you've got uh, number two. So that's things like beans, pumpkin seeds, the bigger seeds. So you fill the cup, one seed, bush, finger in, push right down, push that seed right in the soil. Not too deep, like maybe half a finger, an adult finger, half an adult finger is, is be enough. But not too deep, you don't want it right at the bottom, it's gonna, gotta get up to that sunlight, do you know what I mean? Uh, but that's the second way. So bigger seeds, bosh, straight in. So. J.O. Sprinkle, Bosh. I'm trying to come up with sound effects. Um, and then, the thing like salad, carrots, this is the third way. Sorry if it's getting confusing, we're still on number two. We're just going through a few different ways to sow seeds. Thinking of a, trying to think of a um, sound effect. Anyone? Oh, that's a rubbish sound effect. But, hand down the soil. This is direct salmon outside. Hand down the soil. Sprinkle your seeds. So things like salads and carrots, sprinkle, sprinkle all the way down, cover up, and give it a good water. Obviously, I mean, obviously check to see what time of year to sow them seeds. It's all available on the internet. I'm not going to run through every seed now, um, but obviously make sure. And and then there's the caring for plants. So important for kids to learn how to, to care for plants. So first is the sowing, right? So you sow the seeds, then there's the growing. Now, I always say that that teaches patience for kids. That that is, that literally teaches kids patience. We want things so instantly nowadays, and I can go on a full-on rant about that. But patience with children is taught through gardening. Looking after that seed, growing it into a plant, then caring for that plant as well. Do you know what I mean? Looking after it daily, checking it for water. It's such a big thing for children to do to be able to see and care for that plant that actually them fruits it's a ma- it's magic it's literally magic always say if you're a parent and you're gardening you're like a magician oh well i feel like i am all right so those are the things with growing and that's a lot of grow your own right there but i always think that grow your own is a much easier way to get kids into gardening then we go on to number three now I've made this mistake before, and it's a great activity to do with the kids, especially if it's a rainy day. But marking up what you've sown is so important. Right now, in my potting shed, or studio potting shed, I should say, I have loads and loads of uh, compostable cups full of seeds. Some have labels, some don't. You would have thought I would have learned my lesson. I've done this before, and as regular listeners will know, I've done this before, and I've not labelled some of them up, and then had no idea once they start growing. So a really nice thing you can do is create labels uh, inside. So you can create them on pieces of cardboard. Uh, you can paint stones. You can even you get stones and use like pens on them just to put outside. There's other ways as well, like with spoons. Uh, really nice little make, and it's in my book actually. Um, but I didn't want to talk about the book too much. Um, it's, it's not because it's not. Uh, hey guys, you want to get through it? 
buy my book. I don't want any of that. Um, but one of the ideas in my book is a spoon marker. So all you have to do is you get a spoon, you get some paper, you draw on the paper what vegetable it is, then rip around it or cut around it up to you, and then you PVA glue that on to the spoon. A little bit of PVA, PVA over the top to protect it from uh, the rain. And then you're sort of sorted there. That's, it's a great one in that sense. Uh, one thing I would say is so if you're doing that idea, do the drawing in pencil because the PVA sort of melts melts it away. Not melts it away, but ruins the picture. Um, but seed markers are a great one. Great activity on a rainy day uh, and really simple. And, and simple to do with just materials around the house. Let, let's be honest. The, the ones with the cardboard are not going to last in the rain. But... It's just a great activity for the kids to do. Like, if you want to, like, sellotape them up to, like, give them a bit of waterproofing, then great. But it's just good for them to, like, label up and know what they're growing. I think that's a big thing. So that's number three. At number four, we go into a little bit of wildlife. I love bringing wildlife into the garden. Uh, so a bug hotel is a great one. Just collecting bits from around the garden. If you've got an old pot, then fantastic. And, yeah, if you've got an old pot, like a, um, uh, what are they called? I always forget what they're called, like a, a pot. All you have to do is then fill that up with, like, twigs and leaves and brine and all different sorts of bits, little bits of brick and stones. And that creates a really nice, simple bug hotel. Or you could go bigger, but any pile in the garden will attract bugs, get them hiding in there. It's a great little task to do. Uh, activity should I say a great little activity to do uh, which also you can keep coming back to because you can see what is going on in the bug hotel who's joined the bug hotel who's your, who's your next customer <laughs> so that's a really great one bug hotels uh, and then sort of staying on the wildlife thing is a frog pond you know I love this make because I've been talking about it since Blue Peter it's such an easy make to do literally just a washing up bowl Obviously, just don't use your washing up while you're using that. But if you've got a spare one, great. Or any sort of bucket or anything like that that you can be turned into a frog pond. Really simple. Bury it in the ground. Make sure there's some bricks in it because we don't want any hedgehogs or animals accidentally falling into it and not being able to get out. So we put a few bricks in there. And also, it gives frogs somewhere to sit as well. Uh, and then just make sure it's a nice covered area. Uh, a little... Uh, piece of um, slate or roof and tiles go over half of it that provides a little bit of shade for the frogs and it just makes it really easy for frogs to come into the garden and you might not you might think no way but give these things a home and it makes it so simple for them to come along and make 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 home make home that's not that's not proper english is it make home in your garden <laughs> Um, so yeah, frog pond. You know that's my favourite one, guys. You know that's one of my favourites. Um, so that is my first five things you can do. Not spent a penny on them. Really simple. Just using stuff around the house. Some great activities to start off with. Let's have a little word from our sponsor, and then I'll tell you the rest after this. Had to go and cut the lawn Got the mower out It was okay but I'm in 
didn't really cut my loan. Had to go down to the shop that day. Got myself a floor ball, baby. And went all away. Cut the grass. Boom, 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 boom. There goes the plates of grass in the room. It was not in the room. It was out in the garden. I should admit, but Flamo did it. Every little bit. It's a Flamo, baby. A Flamo machine that cuts the grass straight. Oh, Flamo, Flamo, Flamo. I'm really enjoying flying through some of these because some of these are not in my new book. Some of them are, and um, you know they're just really, really simple. They're just really easy little tasks that you can do. Um, and if you want to... Like, I'm going to keep this list, and I'm going to listen back, obviously. But if you uh, keep an eye on the YouTube channel or the social medias, I'll be running through this list uh, over the next coming weeks with Olive. So you'll be able to see some of our ideas and our designs that we talk about here on the podcast. And I'd love to see your pictures as well. Uh, so if you have got pictures, make sure you hit me up on the socials. Show me what you're up to in the garden. Um, because it's a great time, you know, you, looking at the positives, it's a great time to spend with the kids. Do you know what I mean? Um, so look, I've got another five here for you. Uh, really simple, really easy. Den building. Now, I love this. We are, What happened to den building, people? Huh? What happened to den building? I love den building so much. Again, it's creating stuff that are ju- is just sitting around the house. Either that be blankets or even, if you, you know, bits of wood. Anything like that. If you've got just bits like me, I've got loads of bits of wood just hanging about. I, I'm a hoarder. If you know me already, I'm a hoarder. Create dens out of anything, though. And I just think it just, just gives the kids like a space that they can really do something with. If you're flying back to that grow your own thing that we talked about at the start and you're growing runner beans, one of my favourite ones that you can do is obviously a runner bean tea bean. Now, if you you, knew, you do need some bamboo canes for that, all right? But all you have to do, bamboo canes in a circle, bring them together at the top, tie them up, right? And then you grow runner beans up them. So during the summer, you're going to have like an edible den. It's it's really good one. Great for the kids because they're going to be looking after them runner beans because they want to want that den at the end of it. Uh, and just a really cheap and easy one to make. It costs nothing. You don't even, if you've got bits of wood hanging around, you don't even have to do it with bamboo canes. Uh, you can do it with just bits of wood. Um, there's lots of different ways you can do it, do you know what I mean? But the bamboo canes are the easiest way of doing it. They've just got a little bit of spring to them, a little bit easier to bend into shape. Um, but den building definitely has to be one of them things. Nice little task for an hour or so, then a bit of play in between. I just love that one. I feel like den building's not happening as much anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's just not happening enough. enough. Um, next, this one's a little bit um, off. You know, I don't talk about this one enough. <laughs> it's an interesting one. There's a video about somewhere of me and Olive doing this. So... At the moment, I've got loads and loads of massive boxes hanging around. Right? And you might too. You might have had a massive box delivery. Um, usually, it's got the tiniest thing inside it, isn't it? But it comes in like the biggest box. 
If you've got a big enough box, I really like this bird watch box idea. It's really simple and really easy, easy to do. You don't have to do too much. You can paint the box up if you want. A bit like camo colours or however you like. But all you have to do mainly is cut a, like a post box size hole in it. And then you and the kids, depending on the size box, or the kids, get inside the box and it turns into like a bird hide. Like it's a really simple idea. It just hides you up from the birds. Um, <laughs> me and Bryn, <laughs> me, if you were at Idle Home Show last year, me and Bryn did this on, on stage. <laughs> at not quite the size box, but he, he just, there's a picture somewhere. He just put a box on his head. It doesn't quite work like that. You have to get get a big enough box. But it's a nice idea. But just coming away from the box idea, that's a bit of silliness, but also it's a really good one to hide away. Uh, just sitting outside watching the birds, seeing what nature comes down, feeding the birds and bringing them in, you know, bringing that wildlife in yeah, is a great little activity. Uh, then, now, I can't remember what the game's called, but I've talked about it on this podcast before, and it's done by a charity. It's a really nice little card game, which is a bit like a hunt. So basically, you'll get a card, and it will say, um, find a brown stone. And the child will run out and go and find a brown stone. Come back. Find a short stick. Child will go out into the garden. It's a bit like an Easter egg hunt, but like a wildlife sort of um, nature idea. I really like it. And I wish I could I wish I could find the game. It's somewhere in here in my office, but I can't find it right now. Really nice little game. But you can obviously create your own. So just have a look in the garden. Write a nice little list of what you can see around the garden. And then go sit down, chill out, have a cuppa, and then children can come back and you sort of collect collect bits. Like you just say, I need another cup of tea. And they'll run off and get a cup of tea, if only, right? If only that was the case. <laughs> but, you know, I need a large leaf. And they'll run off, go and find it. It's just like get some one explore in the garden. But also, uh, you know, it's just another activity that's really simple and really easy to do. Uh, along the same sort of lines, and, and also can be tagged onto this, which is quite nice, is uh, outdoor art, like nature art. I really like this. So basically collecting bits from the garden and then gluing them onto a piece of paper or cardboard. Creating something. I've seen some great hedgehog ones. It's just a really great nature art. So combining them two things, you've almost got a game in the morning, activity in the afternoon, all getting the kids' hands on the garden, getting them involved, and, you know, just having a good time. I think those two things, number eight and nine, could really go together well. Do you reckon? I think so. Um, so, yeah, them two things, absolutely fantastic. And number ten is actually going to sound a bit boring. Not boring, but... A bit too sensible, maybe. I wrote it down as what as one of the things that can be done, and I really think it could be a good one. Like I talked at the start about patience. I think patience is an amazing thing that can be taught through gardening. I think it's you know it's it's a great thing that can be taught through gardening, uh, and the same as doing like no, I don't know if you're gonna. This could be controversial, but just doing normal tasks. In the garden with mum and dad. Now, the great thing is that we could possibly have a bit of time on our hands. Now, that means that 
Instead of getting out there and doing loads, we could get our gardens looking pristine this year. Instead of doing loads in one day, perhaps like sitting down with a bit of a schedule of just like half hour sessions, not even that long, maybe 20 minutes, and doing like normal, almost adult, is that is that right? <laughs> like adult tasks and getting the kids involved. Now, expectations, obviously, have to be reduced. You're not going to get loads and loads done because it's just not going to happen. But I really think it's a it would be a great thing to get the kids involved. I don't know I don't know what you think about that. I put that as number ten because I just thought, you know, today kids we're gonna cut the grass together. Today kids we're gonna just sort out, you know, and do a bit of weeding. I just thought bringing them in. Like I always say, you should, you know. Bring them into what mum and dad does. Make them part of it. I really think that's really important. So, number 10. I've got it wrote down here. Normal tasks. Probably should come up with a better title for that, right? <laughs> so, look. They're my top 10 things that you can do in the garden with the kids. Which don't cost anything. Which uses things that are around the house. Um, and, yeah. Are just really simple. I, I honestly do hope that provides some sort of value um, to somebody out there and gives someone a little, a few ideas. Do you know what I mean? Right, should we do this? Right, I'm, I'm excited. Okay, uh, right, let's do everyone. Let's go around a final rundown of my top ten. Um, what am I going to call it? Uh, something positive. Uh, <laughs> my top ten: staying at home with the kids. Activities. Here we go. At one, it's seeds and planning. That's right. Planning the garden with the kids is really, really important. At two, it's planting those seeds. And caring for the plants, it's really important to care for those plants, look after them, and uh, yeah, those plants, like, good. <laughs> Keeping those plants good. You, you, you know what I mean, right? At three, it's seed marking. So important uh, to make sure, oh, here we go, to make sure you look after Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Stop music. What's going on here? Can we do this again? That's a bit loud, wasn't it? I can't hardly himself think. Let's, I couldn't, I couldn't. Here we go. Hold on, wait a second. Here we go. Let's start this again. Too loud, wasn't it? Stop, 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 stop. stop. But do the voice as well. <clears throat> okay. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay, everybody. This is your top ten things to do with the kids when it's inside. At one, it's seeds and planning. Make sure you're planning with those seeds. At two, it's planting those seeds and caring for your plants. And then at three, you better mark up them seeds 
it's with Steve Marcus. If you're looking after wildlife, at four is a bug hotel. And then at five, it's a frog pond. I don't know why I pronounce it quite like that, but um, I did, I did, oh, no, no. Uh. Ten buildings next, six. Uh, even if one of these TV would be great, great. Uh, at seven, get in the box and watch the birds. Then at eight, go hunting outdoors in an awesome little game with nature. Nature art, better than outdoor art, is at nine, ending with normal tasks <laughs> at ten. That's right, you're gonna get weeding, kids. Give me a hell of a week. So that's my top ten things to do with the kids. Then it's just right, very right. They will definitely have me on the top 20. Do they still do that on radio? No. Oh! That is what I'm talking about, everyone. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Look, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, everyone. If you did uh, and you know someone that might like it, please do share it on to them. Uh, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as well as everything that's going on right now, we are bringing back the Wednesday phone-in. So if you've got any questions, then please get them in. If you have got any questions, I'm going to start doing a Q&A thing on my YouTube. So just get the questions in about getting kids into gardening. I'll answer them, pop, them up, pop the answer up. Speak a little bit clearer on the YouTube. Uh, pop the answer up on YouTube, and you'll be able to see. My idea is that I'll get like a kids' gardening question and answer database on there, hopefully, uh, and also do something on the website. It's just a little idea at the moment. But if you've got any questions, that'd be really helpful. Thank you so much. Um, look, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks for being part of it. If you enjoy this podcast, give me a little review. That'd be fantastic. Thank you so much to Flymo. Flymo, your life easy um, with them guys. So great to be have them on board. A fantastic sponsor. So much coming up this year. Uh, so much planned. Um, so yeah, thanks so much to them for supporting this podcast. For now, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I bid you farewell. It's not actually how we end it, is it? Can I do my normal one? <clears throat> Can you cut that out, can't you? Because you're... Yeah. He won't cut it out. I know he won't cut it out. For now, everyone, look after yourself. Look after that garden. But most of all, look after that family. Migration. Images of my
Listen, I think they're going to garden our toxins.